If you love tossing dice, making notes on your character sheet, and you may or may not have tried to bribe your game master, maybe this is a podcast for you. You're listening to Sounds Like Row, an RPG podcast. And now, let's begin. Hello, people. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the 10th um, episode. This is the 10th episode. We already reached number 10 episode of this Sounds Like Roll podcast. This is Dread speaking, and today you will be listening to uh, an episode of this podcast about famous people that plays RPGs, like famous people that recently or during the recent years uh, told us, not, not us, as me, obviously, but to the world, that they were kind of hardcore RPG fans. Well, not only hardcore, um, I made a list, including even people that at some point played some tabletop role-playing game. So this chapter, not chapter, this episode will be very interesting in revealing some secrets. Not secrets. If you know how to use Google this episode, it's not a secret. But I promise you that this episode will be kind of fun, okay? <laughs> And a friend of mine that is an English teacher um, told me that it's episode, I was saying like episode, episode with the owed very too subtle at the end so if you want to correct some of my pronunciation i will be <laughs> deeply not deeply very very um thankful of your help okay so with no further ado let's start with this episode of sounds like roll okay as i say this episode is about famous people that play rpgs um One could say that it's about people that came out of the um, geek closet, right? Uh, I mean, the old geek closet, closet, because there's no more geek, clo geek closet like now, nowadays. Nowadays, being a geek is cool, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I also think that with this thing about famous people saying like, hey, I used to play a lot of RPGs, and maybe now, still until now, um, I would say that there is some kind of chain effect with this now. Like one Hollywood star says that it's a hardcore RPG fan, and the next day other Hollywood stars say, hey, I played D&D for 20 years in a row. It's like some kind of competence maybe. And there's even something about that between two very famous guys in the Hollywood movies area that I will tell you in a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, so yeah, there will be a lot of fun facts um, and interesting and funny, <laughs> funny information about these people, okay? Um, well, actually, there are some people that I will mention that you would say, oh, it's obvious that this person played some RPGs during his or her life and other people would for about other stars you will say really that person is an role-playing game um, yeah, player <laughs> and I would say yes he or she is a player so take that okay um, okay yeah so I will divide this episode in three sections the first uh, first <laughs> first section will be about people that have played some tabletop role-playing games at some point in their lives and obviously that he or she liked it not somebody that 
somebody made him or her played like somebody that people that actually played like in with their hearts <laughs> no, no not with the hearts but for real and the second part will will be about people that you would say oh duh obviously that this person played like obvious person obvious <laughs> rpg players and the third part the fun part about the hardcore fans that are between your most beloved stars of Hollywood and all surrounding that area, even CNN. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's start with the first part, the people that have played at some point, okay? Well, um, I have a list, so I will go through it and making some comments, or not comments, saying some stuff that I knew about these people. Uh, there are some data, some information I have that is not um, revised, that I'm, that I'm not sure about it, so I will mention when I'm not sure of something. All the rest of the, of the, the information in this episode, I'll, I, I looked for it again in Google and in Wikipedia and in different sites to see if it's true or it's a myth or it's something that maybe it's true. And uh, anyway, you know the drill. So let's start first. Marilyn Manson, yeah, the big boss of super cool heavy metal, not heavy metal, kind of industrial metal scene. I, uh, yes, I, I'm kind of a, of a fan of Marilyn Manson. Um, he actually told to the press at some point that he used to play D&D when he was young, and he even joked about it in an interview. And I would say joke about it because when you read the interview, it's clear that he's talking like every other RPG player talk when somebody asks him or her about RPGs. And he said this phrase, this sentence, um, and I'm quoting, If every cigarette takes a year of your life, then every game of Dungeons & Dragons you play delays your losing your virginity by seven days. Yeah. Actually, the first time I, I read that, that that sentence, like, I think it recently, a year ago or something, that a friend of mine said to me, hey, look at this. Uh, I laughed about it, but some people made a fuss about it. Like, he was, how, how do you say in English, slamming? Like, throwing shit at role-playing games? And uh, come on, guys, it's... He was a player. He it's obviously a geek <laughs> at, at many levels. Um, he's not slamming. He's not uh, trying to make RPGs look ba bad. Uh, I mean, look at here. <laughs> look at his career. His whole career is about pointing stuff that are, is not right. It's a lot. A lot of social critique there, but pointing to that stuff saying what people said about that stuff. Like, when some asshole journalist told that he was the responsible of the massacre of Colum, Colum, uh, how do you say it? Columbine? What he, what, what he did is to release a song like singing like if he was the, the killer. And that, that obviously is his way of saying things, right? So... That phrase is to say, look how uh, stupid were the prejudices about RPGs back then. Like, I was a DNG player. 
and you say that I'm lame, come on, I'm Marilyn, I'm Marilyn fucking Manson, right? <laughs> so, okay, let's move. Um, and actually, if you look for in internet, because that what that's what I did a couple of days ago in forums, some people say, I'm not sure if this is true, but some people say that he was even fan of miniatures and war games and stuff, but... I I don't ha I don't have any reliable source for it, so it's it's a rumor. And if it is if it if it is like that, that's cool. It, now Marilyn Manson is more cool than before, right? Next one, Mike Myers. Uh, he told in a in an interview to Inside the Actors Studio in 2001 that he played quite often when he was younger. Um, actually, after that, in 2006, he participated in the Worldwide Dangerous and Dragons Game Day. That it was a promotional day for new material released by Wizards of the Coast. But I don't know if that event ex still exists nowadays. I lose track of that thing during the era where RPGs were seemingly dead so i don't know if worldwide dangerous dragons game day is a thing still like now but anyway he part even participated on that like like showing him showing himself to the public to the audience as a hardcore dnd fan so i have no more information about it but it seems that he he have played before at least Dangerous and Dragons, because I don't know if you've noticed, but there are, a, there are a lot of people, a lot of media and everywhere that uses the term D&D &D as role-playing game. Like, there are, there's a lot of people that say, do you play D&D? &D? Like, if D&D &D was the only RPG game, there is, it's, it's the most big one, but come on, there's a lot of RPGs rather than apart from DND. So, okay, I'm getting distracted. Let's get back to the list. Next one, um, Mr. Anderson Cooper the, from CNN, like the, the guy with white hair that is kind of super, uh, with a lot of awards and stuff. In an interview with, obviously, with Stephen Colbert, like, ah, I will talk about it, in, in, about him in the last section because he's one of the most hardcore fans there is. <laughs> um... Stephen makes some Elven references to, to Anderson at some point. And Anderson <laughs> pointed that out. Like, like something, he said something like, Oh, that's cool that you, um, you started talking about some Elvish lore or something. Like, he said a phrase that made kind of evidence that, evident that he knew something about elves like he he showed like <laughs> like a millimeter of a nerd uh, part of himself and that was like the detonator that both of them start talking about nerd stuff and actually Stephen said a, a phrase that I, I liked a lot a lot that I think I will start using it he said something like we are getting in the nerd zone, right? Like, he, he noticed that the conversation was going there, and he said, like, we're going there, right? <laughs> and Anderson, Anderson asked Stephen, um, do you play, did, did you play D&D? &D? Like, have you played D&D? &D? And obviously, Stephen Colbert said, sure, 
And Anderson, <laughs> Anderson uh, um, answered them, I was obsessed with D&D, but like with a, I'm talking serious face, right? And even he told Stephen that he even got to the point where he mourned the death of a character that he was using. And he was an elf, obviously. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but the thing is, Anderson Cooper was a hardcore fan, actually, of D&D. Well, I didn't put him in the hardcore fan section because he said that he used to play it a lot. So maybe he's not a player now. So I would say that he at some point played d and I, I was going to say d and role-playing, tabletop role-playing games, right? So yeah, Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper, ladies and gentlemen. And the next one, this I don't have too much information actually. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I found in Google that he played on some occasions... Um, but that he was more a fan of more fan of board games actually, but I couldn't find any like real reliable reliable sources about those claims. So maybe yeah, maybe he's a super geek guy, but mm, I don't know. So I just found that in somewhere in Google in the Google pages, but. I don't have too much information about that, so I'm sorry. Uh, so let's get to the next one that is uh, also an actor right now. Like, come on, The Rock is an actor. Don't, don't, don't be an asshole about it. I say, okay, sorry. I say that because there's a lot of people that, 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 ah, that critics him because getting into the actor's song because he was a wrestling star, but wrestling is 50% acting, so, ah. Don't be a dick about it. Um, next one. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Le- Levitt. Jo- I'm sorry. Let's go again. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. In an interview in Geek and Sundry, obviously, um, he's, he, um, he said that he started playing D&D when... I don't know if he, when he was younger. No, he didn't say that. He just said that he started playing D&D. Um, then... It got him into Magic the, Cab- the Gathering, the Gathering, Gathering, Magic the Gathering, Gathering, Gathering or, or Gathering. I don't know. You understand me? This this card, strategic card games that every one of us played at some point. Like I think in that in a warehouse back in my country, where I have a couple of boxes with old stuff from my childhood. I have a couple of uh, ma- maze mazes, like bunch of. Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> yes. Um, well, the thing is, Joseph now is a fan of magic. And he say that uh, he considers himself not like creative or imaginative enough to play role-playing games. Um, <laughs> but come on. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> you like magic, okay? And that's fine. Because a lot of people say that he, that they don't like role-playing games because they don't consider themselves too creative. But that, I think, is a sentence that people that never played role-playing games say or that just played once or something. And if you are comparing it with Magic, I would say that, not now, but before, as I said in previous episodes, um, Magic the Gathering is more, it's like, more geek than role-playing games. So maybe he was saying that to um, not look so less 
cool, <laughs> something like that. Well, let's go, let's get moving. Okay, next one. Uh, this is kind of an emo emotive one. I don't have too much information, but it's kind of cute. It's kind of that. This is nice. Um, Robin Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, like we we know that he's he's like an nerd, right? Um, the thing is, um, there are people saying in in renowned media that he was a, a fan of a, specifically D&D, but I couldn't find more information about it. Maybe it's just a myth, but what I, makes me think that it's true is that her daughter, that it's named Zelda, like Zelda in the video game, Zelda is the princess, right? Um, showed in Twitter uh, some years ago, I couldn't find the, the tweets right now, but I saw them back then. Uh, showing the collection of Warhammer 40,000 miniatures of Rowan Williams. Like, he was a collector of war games miniatures, and not any war game, like a geek war game, not like historical games, like there's a game called, I think it's DBM or something, that it's for like adult geeks. Like I have an, an army of the old Roman Empire, for example. But no, Robin Williams collected Warhammer miniatures. Uh, although her daughter saw saw no not saw said that he was more a, a collector rather than a player. But yeah, probably he was into um, role playing games because. Well, if you are honest with yourself, you will recognize that role-playing games are kind of the uh, son or descendant of war games. Like, role-playing games came from war games. I talked about it in, in the second or third episode, so if you haven't heard that, just go back a couple of episodes and there's one about the history of role-playing games and it all started with war games so cool well let's let's jump now to the next section about the person that people that about people that you would say ah oh, duh obviously that this guy or this girl is a role-playing game so this section is not that a sur not that much of a surprise but it's fun so let's get to it um, the first one I would say that is the most obvious because we knew about him like many years ago and is Mr. Vin Diesel, right? We already knew, like for years, because he told that in the media, like before even the resurgence of tabletop roleplay games. So we knew about that. Um, he even wrote a foreword for a book about D&D that was called 30 Years of Adventure, A Celebration of Dungeons and Dragons. I haven't read that book. I didn't know that it even existed, so <laughs> I just found about it. And the thing is, Vin Diesel wrote a foreword for that book. Um, yeah, it's like, I would say that it's, it's kind of pop popular knowledge that he was a hardcore fan since childhood. I think, maybe this is a myth, but I think that many years ago, he said in an interview that he played a, a campaign of D&D like for decades. Like he was like a hardcore fan, like a real, 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 real role-playing game uh, fan. And, and actually he has an episode of, no, he has, but there's an episode of Critical Role um, in Gig and Sundry with, with him. 
he even played in, in the streaming world. But here's the interesting part. Mm, in an interview between Joe Manganiello and Stephen Colbert, uh, they were um, talking about other stars that played D&D, like RPGs, right? But they were saying D&D. Um, Stephen Colbert mentioned a lot of stars. Uh, that's why I, I know about a lot of <laughs> about a lot of stars that play D&D. And when Stephen Colbert mentioned Vin Diesel, um, Joe Manganiello say that he never seen actually Vin Diesel playing because according to him, to Joe, like kind almost every famous people that played D&D played with him at some point. So I don't know. Probably I felt. Like, that was kind of an inside joke, but because he didn't seem too serious about it. Like, it wasn't like a feud between both of them. But I don't know. I don't know. If you have more information about it, just tell me. But I, 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 I believe, like, I think that Vin Diesel is a hardcore D&D fan, because why not, right? So maybe it was just a kind of humor from Joe that I didn't get, right? Because I'm from a totally different culture, so maybe it went right over my head. I don't know. Okay, so let's get to the next uh, one in my list. And is Mr. Will Whitton. 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 How do you pronounce that, that last name? Will Whitton, I think. Uh, well, yeah, come on. It's like he's like the tabletop games nerd ambassador of internet and <laughs> media. So obviously he's a... RPG player. It's not a, a secret. I don't even know why I put it in this list. But anyway, uh, he even participated as DNT tester. I think. Uh, I, I think I, I wrote read about the uh, about that uh, some years ago. But yeah, of course, he even appeared in on Critical Role. Like, it, it was a very funny episode about that that show. Obviously, I, I saw Critical Role. Not every episode. I think I, I saw like the first hundred, maybe. And at the beginning, he, he, they were they were playing D and D. At the beginning, he said that he had this course with the D twenty dice, where he always got a one, and that was so true. Like <laughs> that was real. Like during his gameplay, like he rolled so many ones. At some point, Matt Mercer stood up, went to the uh, table where he was playing. And took a picture with his cell phone to to demonstrate to the fans that he was rolling just once. That was crazy, right? Uh, okay, so let's get moving. Uh, next one is Kevin Smith. Like obviously, that he's he's a, a super cool nerd, right? And actually, with his pal Jason Mewis, Mewis, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, also known as both of them, Jay and Silent Bob from the movies, right? Um, they even played D and D live in a show they had. So yeah, of course he's a RPG player. Um, but I don't know too much about him about him in regards of, of role playing games. So if you have some more information, also share that in the comments. Um, I would say also, I'm starting to use Reddit right now with my personal account, and I posted a question I had about what makes a good RPG player. 
that I was thinking about it after the episode, after I recorded the episode, and I was with a lot of doubts, like, I was like in a, in a reflective state, like I was thinking about life. And in a couple of minutes, there were a lot, a lot of answers and a lot of super interesting insights. So I think I will continue using Reddit a lot of more, a lot more because it was very interesting. Like there were very insightful conversations right there. So you can find me in Reddit too, like Redstein, obviously, uh, my name. So, okay, let's get moving. Uh, next one. Just wait on, like, the, the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or Angel, or Firefly, or basically the creator of the MCU, like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, he, he created, I think, I think he started with, with Iron Man 2, where, where the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Disney started. I think, I think, I'm, I'm not sure about the, the, that information, but he's like the, the one that, created the base of it, right? So he's obviously, he's a super cool nerd also. And the thing is that in his biography, a book, obviously, uh, it, says, it said that he was a native player of D&D. And I tried to look for more information about that in Google and in YouTube and in a lot of places, and I couldn't find any more. So that's what I have, okay? So I'm sorry. Just William seems like he played some role-playing games before, maybe. Or still, I don't know, I don't know. Let's get to the next in the list. John, Fav John Fav Favreau, Favreau, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, you know, this is like in the same page, right? Uh, he's the director of Iron Man, the, the, the first Iron Man, Iron Man 1, uh, when he was from Paramount, not from Disney. And in interview... In an interview, he said that actually tabletop role-playing games gave him, gave him like the skill of storytelling, right? And about imagining or creating worlds or creating tone and, and, and a sense of balance in the worlds that he created. So he obviously played a lot of RPGs to the point that he um, noticed how much he was learning with them, right? So he's a very like conscious RPG player. <laughs> John Favreau. Favreau. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? Yes. Thank you. Next one. Dan Harmon. Like, obviously. Um, he's the, the creator of Rick and Morty. That, I love that TV series. It's, it's super fun. Uh, but before that, he was the creator and, and main star, obviously, of Harmon Quest. If you haven't seen Harmon Quest yet, you have to, to watch it. It's so much fun. I I know the story about the history about Harmon Quest, but I'm not sure if this is precise, this, this information, because somebody told me. Okay, so if you have more information about this, correct me in the comments. Okay, that will be deeply appreciated by me. Um, I think that he used to play with his group of friends, obviously, D&D. No, not D&D. This is different. This is Pathfinder, okay? And Pathfinder is different. It's another game. Just deal with it. Uh, <laughs> it's based on D&D, obviously. Um, just kidding. And at some point, they, like he with his friends, started to streaming this game. 
before the, the resurgence of, of, of RPGs. So it wasn't super famous, but he had an audience. And at some point, um, I don't know if he, uh, he was a fan or a, a friend of him, told him that he could be the game master, the GM of the game, because, Man because Dan Harmon was doing that. And this friend of him was Spencer, like the current DM of Harmon Quest. Um, then they decided to take this program to the media, like in front of a broader audience. And they made this TV show, that not TV show, an internet show, that is so much fun. It's a group of Pathfinder players, but as they played, They show, like the, the, the production of the show, shows um, the animated cartoon version of what is what is happening during the gameplay. So it's so much fun. You, you should check that out. So, okay, that, yeah, Dan Harmon obviously is an RPG avid player, right? And the next ones are some showrunner, showrunners of Game of Thrones. So that's obviously... Um, I'm talking about D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. Both of them actually attribute their storytelling skills to to D&D, specifically about uh, from specific. I'm sorry, specifically to D&D. Um, actually, Weiss in a Hollywood Reporter interview, he said, and I, I'm quoting and I'm reading it. It was my first experience with world building you'd see hundreds of what-if scenarios play out in real time as players attempted to achieve their various goals. So, it was kind of a super hardcore training for him, right? Um, and both of them, because both of them say, say, say kind of the same ideas. So, yeah. And now, let's go to the, <laughs> to the hardcore fans. RP, hardcore RPG fans part of this episode. Okay, so uh, maybe you know about this these people, maybe not. I think it's fun. <laughs> first one, I, I intentionally put in the first place to uh, in the first place, uh, Mr. Joe Manganiello, right? Obviously, like in a Stephen Colbert interview, like almost everyone else, he um, told to the world that he has a whole room in his house devoted to D&D &D and Gary Gygax. And, oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm lying so hard right now because the first person that came out with that, that revealed that, was Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. Um, like, because they are married, right? So that's kind of a super awesome couple, don't you think? <laughs> Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello, like, you, you can get more cool than that. <laughs> and she said to Stephen Colbert that Joe had this basement devoted, like, dedicated to role-playing games. Um, yes, the thing, the thing is that they bought this mansion, right? And this mansion had, had this basement with a wine cellar. And Sophia said that he, she was thinking about creating a, a Pilates zone there. But Joe was so of a geek, like super cool, but 
super big guy and said, no, I really, 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 really want to make a room for my RPG uh, sessions. And Sofia Vergara, as cool as she is, said, okay, do it. And now he has a basement made to play uh, role-playing games. Um, yeah, and actually, <laughs> um, in, in another interview with Stephen Colbert, I recall that they both were discussing the new rules of the fifth edition of D&D. So yeah, both of those guys are so are hardcore fans of role playing games, specifically specifically D&D, I would say. Uh yeah. And actually there's a a, a documentary or or report, not a report, uh, like a half an hour video on YouTube uh, from Fandom Uncovered about D&D. It's so good. That's a very good video. You you should look for it in, in YouTube. Just type uh, fandom uncovered D and D, and you will find it. Um, it's awesome. Um, yeah, in, a guy in, was interviewing Joe, and Joe said that back then, like nobody and bothered them about being an RPG player. He was very open about it. Um, because if somebody w was making fun of him for playing D&D, he would just punch that guy in the face right away. So, yeah, Joe Manganiello punching you in the face. Can you imagine that? So, obviously, for he for him, he was very easy to be an uh, RPG player back then. So, okay. <laughs> Next one <laughs> is Felicia Day, the actress. Like... Yeah, this is kind of obvious too because she's like the super nerd and cute at the same time icon, right? <laughs> um, but actually in 2000, I don't remember. I think, I don't know if five or seven, she said in her blog that she was a, a hardcore D&D player, but she also described how it all started. Because at that time, like she was like 20 something, her mother uh, didn't want her to start playing DD because it was at the time that there was still some of this stupid um, satanic paranoia about role playing games. And her mother told her that she wasn't allowed to play because she would uh, become a satanist and commit suicide and stuff. So, yes, she was very motivated by that. And she accepted an invitation to a pen and paper D&D game. And, yeah, he said that he, he had a blast. And, actually, let me look for the exact quote. Yeah, here it is. She said, yes, I accepted an invitation to a pen and paper Dungeons and Dragons game on Sunday. And I had a blast. Take that, mom. It was so freaking fun. <laughs> That's the actual quote. That was she said, like literally. I, that wasn't the, the expression. That was she literally said. Um, uh, but and also, I think that she before that, because a friend of mine told me actually many years ago that she was like a uh, World of Warcraft addict before that. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much information about that, but seems that that's the the reality, and that could be kind of cool. And actually, she even started Geek and Sundry. She's like a producer of Geek and Sundry, where Critical Role was born. Like now, 
they are their own company, but they started in Geek and Sundry. And then she actually played with them. <laughs> so yeah. Next on the list, on the list is one of my favorite actresses, actually, actually, Deborah Ann Ball. She was uh, Karen uh, Page in Daredevil and Jessica in True Blood, Jessica Hamby in True Blood. That was such a good TV series, True Blood. It's so sad that they could it like... Uh, anyway, I'm getting distracted. I'm sorry. Uh, but she started recently playing D&D. But now she even DM a Ging and Sundry show called Relics and Rarities. Like, it, and actually, that's her own homebrew version of D&D. That, that's how much of a hardcore fan she is. But I, I don't, I, I'm not sure if Relics and Rarities are still on, on, on online or, like, active. Because the last video I saw, it was the last year in 2019, like, in September or October or something. So, well, I don't know. But she at least she had a show about D&D, right? Yeah, so, okay. And also, you, you can also see here in the this fandom uncovered uh, D&D-related documentary in YouTube. It's very cool. Uh, next, next one, Mr. Patton Oswald, the this actor and comedian. She's, she's I'm sorry, he's, he's, um, he's kind of those awesome and uh, funny guys at the same time. In, in an interview with... You know him, you know, you know who, uh, Stephen Colbert, obviously. Um, <laughs> they were talking about stuff, and at some point, as always, Stephen Colbert tried to mention D and D because she, he's always trying to to find D and D players, and asked Pat Patton or Patton, I don't know, uh, he, he he if he played D and D, and this guy say, "Oh my God, sir, sir, please." First edition, second edition, like he was a hardcore fan of DD. Um yeah. And actually Stephen said this phrase that I, I loved. I grew up when nerd was nerd. <laughs> that was that was I loved that sentence. And well, I was thinking while I was uh, talking about these people, maybe I spent several hours at some point like watching looking for videos of stars talking about rpgs like yeah and i maybe looked for that interview again this time to have the exact quote <laughs> uh but yeah come on like everyone has done that right when <laughs> you found that a uh, super star is fan of something that you like and you start for look for inf more interviews about that yeah i'm getting distracted again i'm sorry next one And I would say the last in the list, Mr. Stephen Colbert. Like, yeah, of course, like he's the the icon of being a superstar and being a geek at the same time. Like we know from we knew from before that he, he was a big like Lord of the Rings fan. Like uh, he was always bragging about how much he knows about the Lord of Lord of the Rings. And now after this resurgence of role, tabletop role playing games, now he brags about D and D. And that's kind of cool, right? Um, actually, Matt Mercer invited him to one of, one, one of his games, a one-shot adventure of D&D. And I think that for Stephen, it was like the first game in decades. Like, he he stopped playing at some point and he started again with Mr. Matt Mercer. So that's kind of cool, right? Um, and, and, and you know what? Like, 
I feel like he's a real fan because there's more people there. If you look for lists in the internet, you will find lists with, I don't know, 10 or 20 more people. But sometimes I feel that they are not really fans of role-playing games. Like, they say that to, to look cool. But this guy, Mr. Stephen, is he's a real fan. Like, you can tell for how excited he gets when talking about those stuff. So... Uh, he he he's really a, a tabletop role playing game fan. That's true. Like he's a true, <laughs> true um, geek. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and actually, I, I will make a rant about other person right now. I, I will take that freedom here. So I'm sorry if I annoy someone, but I would say that Stephen Colbert is kind of the opposite version of. This guy, Bill Mayer, Mayer, I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, I thought some years ago that he was cool because he was like a, an open atheist. But now I think that he's kind of an asshole. Yeah, because he's an asshole about hobbies. Like some years ago or a year ago, I don't remember how much time ago, he was making a rant against Marvel adults fans, like, adults that were fan of Marvel. Like, I'm more of a DC guy, actually. Um, I don't like too much the Disney movies of Marvel, but I don't didn't like at all his rant about it. Like, he, he was making fun of it. Like, he was, like, if it was ridiculous to be an adult and enjoying Marvel movies, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's a movie. It's something made to have fun, and you're having fun with it, and you are not embarrassed because your insecurities are so deeply implanted in your subconscious mind, and you just enjoy them. What's wrong about that? Like, oh my god, no, no, I'm sorry, I, I got really angry when I... Um, watched that rant that he made in open TV. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, let people enjoy things, right? And he even critiqued Kevin Smith for being a fan of comics and having that look that he had before he, he lost weight, like with these uh, jersey, uh, hockey jerseys and stuff. Um, and he was critiquing, criticizing him for that. So, What's wrong with this guy? Like, it's like he don't like people having fun. That ah, he annoys me right now. So I'm sorry. I had to take that out of my system. <laughs> so okay, as I said, I was looking for more names, but I couldn't find reliable reliable information about those all, all of those other people. So I don't know. I saw names like Drew Ma Drew Barrymore. Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews actually played uh, with Matt Mercer in in, uh, in an episode of in, in Geek and Sandry, but uh, but I don't know if that was the only game he played of here, or if he was a D and D player, like regular player at some point. Uh, but maybe it looks like, but because he was playing like very comfortable, very confident. So, but I don't have more information from Drew Barrymore. I don't have information either, so I don't know. There's more names. Uh, yeah, but like like Stephen Colbert said, 
nerd was nerd. <laughs> I love that phrase. Uh, because now, as I said in the previous episode, actually, uh, nerd is like a mix between fun and cool. So, yeah, what, what um, how's the expression? What a time to be alive. Like, because think about this. Uh, before, most people hide the fact that they were nerd. And now, they when people talk about geek stuff, it's interesting. Like, attracts people. That, that's so cool. Um, I... I would like to ask you, people, I ask you, person that is listening to me, have you made that switch yet? Like, or, or, or you still try to hide it? <laughs> Because, um, like, many people still say, yeah, I played D&D once, but they are not open about it, even though now it's it's fine to say that. So, had you made the, the switch yet? <laughs> that's that's the question that I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, well, but that reflection was a trick because I wanted to say that don't hide it. Like, share it. And also share this podcast. <laughs> I saw a video of... Uh, I was watching videos about uh, publishing podcasts and how to do it well and how to improve your podcast. And one guy said many times that you should ask your listeners to share it. So I will I will trust this guy and ask you very kindly if you can share this podcast. Like you can select actually the episode that you like the most in the website, sounds like roll.com, and share it with your friends, like in Facebook or in Twitter or anywhere, so more people can come here and listen to all the all this stupid stuff that I'm saying <laughs> uh, because yeah I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of effort in this podcast I really I'm, I'm really loving it it's really fun to make this podcast so it would be very fun to have more people listen to it okay yeah so okay I, we're getting to the end of this episode this have been a long episode we are more than 45 minutes right now I think so to to I, I was going to say to start ending but To, to wrap up this episode, I will ask you also to subscribe to any platform you use to listen to this podcast. If you're using just the website, you can put your email there and I will send an email to you personally, like automatically, but from my personal address, the, telling you as soon as I upload a new episode. And uh, if you use any platform like Spotify, like Stitcher, like Apple Podcasts, then now we are on Apple Podcasts because the show got accepted on that platform. So that's kind of cool. Uh, you can subscribe to, those, subscribe to those platforms to get notification when a new episode comes to the air, right? Um, and also, if you use another platform, And you you want to listen to sounds like roll in that platform? Send me an send me a message so I can I can contact that platform and put the podcast there, right? Because there's a that's possible. That's something that you do, okay? And yeah, so and follow the, the show in, in social media in Facebook like uh, as sounds like roll in Instagram as roll for dread in Twitter as dreadstein in the Telegram group sounds like roll chat. You can also support this podcast in Patreon. You can have early access to episodes. Uh, and even in this, the third tier, like for, uh, I named it um, VAP Producers Patreon, I will invite you to a uh, live streaming with me 
while I'm writing the episode. So if you are super excited about the podcast and you want to support it like in a really millionaire way, you can participate with me while I'm preparing the next episode. So yeah, that's something that came to my mind and maybe it's cool. Let's see what happens. And in the next episode, what is about, what's the next episode, Dread? Well, the next episode will be about uh, RPG tropes, like those overused themes and the influence of those tropes, tropes in the media and in popular culture in movies and TV series, in books, in everywhere, because uh, I don't know if you knew about this, but role-playing games have a lot, and I mean it, a lot of influence in the media. Even if it is, if you can notice from outside, but yeah, that's a thing. So, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. This is Dread speaking, and you've been listening to Sounds Like Roll, an RPG podcast. Until next time, bye-bye.